What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Woo! Lady, don't you know we love you, sweet lady? Hey, place no one above you, sweet lady. Don't you know we love you? Now, ain't nobody tell you it was fair. I'm no love for my daddy because the cowboy wasn't there. He passed away and he didn't cry because the danger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong and I'm hopeless. But all along, I was looking for a father. He was gone. I hung around with the thugs, and even though they showed love, they showed the brother of the love. <laughs> I hung out, started really hanging. I needed money of my own, so I started slanging. I ain't guilty, because even though I sell rocks, it still good feels good putting money in my mailbox. I love paying rent when the rent is due, because ain't nobody telling us I was not capable. <laughs> I can't even remember. I can't even remember the lyrics. Give myself the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i tried man that was impromptu too dear mama yeah dear mama <laughs> my mama was a crack fiend mama and now she just a black queen mama <laughs> all right shout out to the mamas out here hey shout out to the mamas father's day is this month but we're gonna celebrate mothers shout out to everybody anyway hey um this episode is dedicated to the mamas, the strong and independent, the first generation of the ideology of strong and independence. We're going to celebrate this episode specifically for you and your sons, all your sons that you guys had out here, all these sons that you kept away from their fathers and all of this stuff, all these songs, sons that we had to sit around hearing all the women independent, throw your hands up at me. All the mamas about the dollar, throw your hands up at me. All the ladies that got to feel it, throw your hands up at me. Shout out to all the son husbands that will be taking care of these mamas for the next 25 to 30 years. All these ladies are about to get it. And they're getting it right now. I don't know if you guys know, this generation, the first independent generation of women, they're about to be struggling, all right? <laughs> they're about to be struggling if they're not already struggling. And guess who's going to take care of them? Uh, and that's you. That's you, sirs. These are the men, the men. And I know there's going to be some guys that come in here, man. Man, you be going in hard on mamas. What's going on with this shirt? Shuffling. You be going in here on these mamas and not taking care of your family, man. You need to take care of your family. You need to step up and man up. You need to take care. You need to do, you're supposed to do it. Yes, listen, listen. We're supposed to do that for family. Not for the strong and independent. The strong and independent don't need no man. All right, remember, I don't need no man. See, these people are completely different than the people that, uh, particularly you would take care of family. Because the reason why they're different it's because they don't need no man, right? They don't need no man, all right? They never needed no man. They had a career. So I could focus on my career. Right? And now here you come because you were maybe the only son or the eldest son or the youngest and the dumbest son. 
here they come moving into your spot, <laughs> right? They're coming to move into your spot because they're they're at the tail end of their careers, right? They they're at their they're at their job. Here, let's go ahead and show the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel, uh, just so you guys know. Where are the ladies? Uh, here are the ladies right here. Uh, they've worked 20, 25, 30 years. They busted their chops trying to keep these careers going. They didn't want no man. They put no man in front of their career, right? Their their man had to be, you know, thoughtful about their careers and all of these things. And they had their job and they let their kids blow up to 250 pounds. They fed them high fructose corn syrup. So much so that by the time you got to middle school, you couldn't sit down for more than 45 minutes. And then they drugged you to death with ADHD medication. All right. Then they saved nothing of that child support as you went to try to go to decide college and you took out student loan debts to the tune of $1.5 trillion. Okay. You had no direction. You didn't know where to go. She didn't set you up. <laughs> your path is completely unprepared. No man in your life. She tried to go to the church and get you some mentors. <laughs> she was like, Oh, this man right here wants to be a mentor to you. Oh no, that man wanted to clap your cheeks. All right. And then, so he used me to get into the position yet yeah, because he's a sucker he don't want to mentor me he want to clap your cheeks mom so um what what typically happens is now you had to start your life at about age 40 <laughs> you started learning about life on your own right about age 40 you're sitting there like god dang most of you melanated men ain't bought no house until age 40 okay you got your you paid off your first car loan by age 40 you had no financial education by age 40. And right about that time, right when you start getting your legs, you know what I mean? You start getting your sea legs. Guess what happened? The strong and independent mom who left you with absolutely nothing. She want to come back. Uh, here she come again. Oh, you know what? Had to take an early retirement package. Oh, got laid off. Oh, you know, my career ain't going that well no more. But guess what? I'll be coming back to stay with you. And you want to hit them with the goodbye, goodbye. I've got to say goodbye. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to hit them with the goodbye. Well, everybody said, man, you ain't going to help your mama. You ain't going to help your mammy. Come on, man. What kind of man are you, man? Let your mammy come in there and live with you. Man, what type of man are you? You let your mammy, you always put your mammy first. <laughs> no matter if she was a crack fiend mama. She's a black queen mama. So you let her move in with you. You let her sleep all on your couch. You let her sit up on, give her your main bedroom. Give her the master bedroom. You sleep on the couch. What type of man are you? Yeah, these are the generations for the next 25 years. We're going to have many, many of these strong and independents moving in. Let me show you this. Um, the reason why this came up, somebody sent me this right here. Uh, if you see, if you're on the Coach Rick Adams channel, I think I hit 195,000 subs. As I talk, probably it'll go down to 194 again. Um, it's been between 192 and 195 for about a year. <laughs> and then they slowed me down somewhere around October. Yeah, we're pushing about seven months of being at the same number. That's pretty odd. But anyway, somebody sent me this, and it's uh, from this guy main, uh, named Duffy. And uh, whatever this website is or this little uh, uh, social media site on site, they picked it up. Says right here, I was talking to my mom and she was saying a bunch of stuff she refused to do in a relationship. 
as she's 67 years old, single, and moving into her son's house. Now, I've been telling you about this for a long time. I've been telling you about this is going to be coming down the pike for a while. I said this son-husband thing is going to grow and grow and grow. Well, what is a son-husband? Well, if you're new here, you don't know what a son-husband is. And this is basically the path of the Generation X men and millennial men. You guys are going to serve as the masculine energy. And you're going to serve as the man for your mother. The same uh, for and you're going to serve the purpose of the guy who she would refuse to submit to refuse to prepare food for refuse to give up her career for refuse to go on the path of being a wife. All right. She refuses to do that. She refuses to find a husband after she messed up the relationship with your father. She refused to settle down in her 30s. She refused to be obedient and, uh, and a wife to a man in her 40s. She refused to do so in her 50s because her career was still, still going good. So I could focus on my career. And then by the time she's in her 60s, oh man, these men ain't it. She's still talking the same noise. She's still talking the same nonsense. And you're like, ma'am. You need a man. You need help. And she's like, well, I don't need no man. I got you. And that's you. Yeah, that's you. Okay. Because, you know, that's you're all I need. You're all I need to get by. And you always been a son husband. You've been a son husband since she's been a single mom. You've been taking out the trash. You've been cooking your own meals. You've been locking the doors, checking if the doors are locked. You've been tucking her in, bringing her milk and cookies. You've been serving as her dates. I don't need no man. I My son is all the man that I need. When you was 13 years old, going on mommy and son dates. Yeah, you always been the son husband. You just didn't know it. And you thought your ass was free when you moved out of the house when you was 34 years old. <laughs> you thought you were free when you moved out of the house when you were 34 years old. Because some of y'all generation, y'all millennials been sticking around. All right, y'all just be sticking around like crazy. Most millennials live at home with their moms. Shout out to the millennials doing it. But most millennials, the statistic says 50% plus of millennials still live with their. So by the time you move out of your house and try to go get you a little bit of stank on your finger, here come your mama. And that's you. Oh, baby, I ain't make it in this world. It's time for me to settle down. It's time for me to take care. It's time for you to rub mama's bunions. It's time for you to pick up mama from her surgery. It's time for you to make sure mama take her rheumatiz medicine. <laughs> mama, you the real MVP and you're going to take care of mama. I know my son. All these men ain't going to do nothing, but I know my son going to take care of mama. Yeah, you're going to be taking your mama to the bathroom. You're going to be wiping your mama's rear end. <laughs> he said, but my mom's different. You're going to be wiping her rear end, going to the bathroom, man. What kind of dignity is this at the end of her life and at the middle point of your life when you should be living the free agent lifestyle? You're going to be taking your mama to the bathroom in your own house. Mm. Who else going to do it? When she got a doctor's appointment, that's going to be you. Uh, shout out to everybody here wants to super chat. We don't have ability to super chat over here. This is the hardest hitting, most entertaining show here on YouTube, they're like, man, hell with that super chat. You got to feed me over on the cash app, dollar sign CGA live right there. Also hit me with some premium content over there. Become a content supporter over on locals.
Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. Also on Patreon. Hey, I'll scroll that banner right quick just so you can let your voice be heard and know how to support this show. This is going to be very important information here, and it's going to be entertaining. Before we do the early contributors, do me a favor, hit the like button. Hit that like button. We do have a um, we do have a uh, hit it or quit it episode, um, but uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button. I'm going to show you a video. Oh, man. Oh, here it is right here. Let's see here. And if you. So I'm going to show you a video of what most of y'all's mamas look like right around 1965 to 1981, because most of you guys are around that age. What your mamas look like. We're going to show you the first generation of the of the strong and independent woman. And then we're going to show you how they're ending up. Right? I'm going to just let y'all know. Uh, this video right here, shot somewhere in New York. Shout out to New York, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Shout out to Far Rockaway, Sean. Yonkers, all of that, Sean. Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Queensbridge, the bridge, the br- 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 bridge, Queensbridge. All right, all of that stuff. These were your mamas. I want you to listen to how arrogant, how confident, how sure they were that they didn't need no man. I want you to listen. These are your mamas right here. So when your mama comes and she's pack light, ooh, ooh, bag lady, you gonna hurt your back, carrying all them bags like that. <laughs> now, when your mama come in there shuffling at 65, 70, 75, this was her when she didn't need no man. So you should hear how arrogant she is, okay, what she was back in the day. This is your mama. So when you before you save her and feel sorry for her, shout out the counselor with the triple L's. Before you save her ass, this is what she was talking about. Let's go ahead and roll the film. And if you would like to be married to your baby's father, one. <laughs> the rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You you already have your child to think about, and then a, a whole family to care to care for. You know, it's it's a lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. I wouldn't want no man holding me down because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home. So, you know, it, it really, male figures are not substantially important in the family. And if you would oh, like wow. to be married, eh, you know, male figures aren't substantially important. You know, who needs a man? We don't need no male figures. You know what I mean? My my uncles can raise my kids. My father can raise my kids. I don't need no baby daddy. We don't need no man. Yeah, this is this was your mama's before you saved them, before you started taking her to the toilet and wiping her rear end and waking her up when she throw up and feeding her applesauce and feeling sorry for her. This was her generation right here. This was her. These were the baby boomers. Shout out to the baby boomers who soon as a little bit of cold hit that air, they went to shuffling. They were like, yo, uh, I'm not going to catch this little virus. So I'm going to stay at home. 
uh, coming to work? I think not. I'll take the early retirement package. I think I think so. Forget that. Uh, <coughs> 75%, look up them. 75% were baby boomers and uh, the last of the, the, the silent generation. All right, so the baby boomers over one, they still wearing masks right now. <laughs> baby boomers, all right? So they have no, they have no, um, they have no reason to be rushing back to work. So they trying to relax right now and they need somebody to take care of them. That would be you. And a lot of you guys will out of guilt, take care of your mama because who's going to throw your mama on the street, right? Who's going to throw a mama from the train? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this. The government ain't helping them. The government shuffling now. And these were the people who first attached their teeth to the government, right? They, they were the first ones to say, you know what? The government can take care of me better than any man. Let no man put us under. Mary J. Blige style. This was the first generation. So this is going to be hard-hitting stu stuff. You know? It's going, I, you know me, I think outside the box. I'm a little bit selfish. I'm a classist. Let's go ahead and put up the disclaimer. I don't fall for the old trickery and shaming. You know, a good man is supposed to take care of his mama and all that stuff. No, I decide what I do. This is my life. This is my life. Dun, 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 dun. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. Shout out to Billy Joel. So um, here's it's my life, y'all. Uh, appreciate the, who is this in here? Angry Wankler. Shout out to you for your super chat. Um, let's see here. Who did I miss? Okay, Ocam says donation for the great stream. Appreciate you, man. Greer Installations. Can you do the skit? Uh, she walks in you. Uh, she walks in on you watching prom. <laughs> oh God, she walks. <laughs> she walks in there and you watching prom. So, um, uh, is that your wife or your mom? Imagine you're a forty-five-year-old man, fifty-year-old man, and your mama come in there. Uh, Sean, she come out cleaning her glasses. Hey, Shunny boy. You about to get the squash squashy on. You about to get the squash squashy with the big old Luberderm bottle. You like squash squashy. Handful of handful of lotion. You like, here she come knocking on your door. Oh, uh, she just busts in, you know, like she used to do in your bedroom. <laughs> you got the whole damn, you lubed up. You got the damn, <laughs> you like, oh, yeah. You don't lock your door. You're like, mama, don't bust in my door when the door is closed. Ooh-wee! She knock on your door. She come in. Uh, Sean, uh, I told you to put your Timberland boots in there. I almost tripped over your Timberland boots. And she put her glasses on after finished cleaning them. She, like, cleaning them glasses. She put them glasses on. You know, she's shaking. <laughs> she like, oh, Sean, I told you to not put your Timberland boots on there. And your Yankee fitted and you left it on the... Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, bless my soul. Oh, Lord, are you going to go blind, son? How long you been doing that? I know you ain't been doing that for too long, and you over there like, ah, got some feet pictures on. Ooh. <laughs> Man, that's what you're going to be doing at 50 years old. Your mama going to be walking in on you, and a sock going to be hanging from your midsection. <laughs> Oh, mama, I told you not to bust in my room. I told you to knock, mama. Mama. Hey, if you still call your mama, mama, you a son husband by default. 
<laughs> All she hear on the damn screen, she like this. What's that clapping noise? What's that clapping noise? You like, what clapping noise? I hear a clapping noise coming from your bedroom. What clapping noise? There ain't no clapping noise coming from my bedroom. Then you remember, you like, oh, yeah, they're all. You know, the 49ers was getting beat last night by the Raiders. It ain't football season. <laughs> I hear clapping. <laughs> and some girl seems to be under duress. But you ain't have no girl here, son. What's going on? <laughs> mama, I told you. Again, if you're a grown man and you call your mama, mama, you need to check your balls, all right? Go ahead and take your hand like this. Turn your fingers upside down and check. Check if your balls are still there. No, she's not your mama no more. That's what you call her when you're eight. You're eight years old. You just call her mom. Ma. Marsh. What's up, Marsh? How you doing, Marsh? Yeah, baby, how you doing, Marsh? Somebody says, yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, check them balls, man. Stop calling your mama mama and you're a grown-ass man. Call her mom. Hi, mom. Call your pops pops. You know what I mean? What's up, pops? Somebody says, what else am I supposed to call her? Mama? Mama? No. Yeah, my dukes. Call her my. What's up, my dukes? Call her. Come on, man. Hi, mama. Do you call her mommy, too? Hi, mommy. <laughs> Hi, mommy. Mommy, how are you? Your mama called you. Hi, mommy. Oh, mommy, I miss you. <laughs> hey, mama. Mama, somebody at the door looking for you, mama. That's your, that stuff sound like um that stuff sound like good times. Mama, JJ in there making fun of us again. He calling me nappy headed. Mama. Yeah, don't stop calling a mama. We just go have to have a rule today. This is a rule just in case, you know, some of y'all get caught slipping. Stop calling your mama mama. That's what babies call their mama. That's what babies call their mama because they're trying to pronounce words. They can only pronounce anything by one syllable. Everything sound the same. Mama, papa, mama. That's what you called her when you were like negative one years old. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor, like the video. Like the video. Mama, you the real MVP, mama. All right, love your mamas, though. Listen, this show, I'm just going to have to tell you, it's going to get comical. I'm not telling you not to love your moms, your Ma Dukes. You call her her name, Miss, Miss Betty. Hi, Miss Betty. You know Miss Betty don't play. Hi, Miss Betty. You know, you can't call her Mrs. Betty because most boomers will not be Mrs. They all will be Miz. Hi, well, Miz is mostly for back in the day. For you young bucks, there used to be a category called Miz. All right, MS. That, that was a young woman. That was a young unmarried woman. Then you had Miss. Am I mistaken? Was Miz a young unmarried woman, but more uh, formal? And Miss was an informal younger unmarried woman. Or she could be. An older woman, Miss. And then you had Mrs. But yeah, older women now, they're not even Mrs. They're Miss. Right? So this is what we have here. 
you we don't have protocol anymore we don't have anything formal anymore our generation in america is some of the most like like i tell you americans you guys are very arrogant you guys are the pro, you guys are american culture is absolutely abysmal you know what i mean like most foreign language most foreign language somebody said is mx now oh lord most formal what sorry most foreign languages spanish french italian they still have a formal way to address elders and older people and they have a formal way to address certain people depending on how they're segmented in life right did they get married did they not get married how how old they were right in america we already got we got like 15 different pronouns for a, a hundred different gender we don't even know where we're going with it we're out of control with it all right and it's going to get worse and somebody was who was i watching talking about this how it's going to make language even you can't even figure out who they're who somebody's talking about i think it was shikama he was like we can't even figure out who people are talking about when you lay out a sentence oh him her and they went here and they did who well who is they i can't even particular who is they you won't even be able to make sense of a simple statement so uh, this is what we're doing in our country here. Americans, I tell you, you, you are the weaklings. You've been told for a long time you were the weaklings of the world, and you guys live it out every day. But shout out to you. Shout out to the Americans. <laughs> uh, you guys have, anyway. I, I can't go all in that. Uh, Simon Small, thank you for the cash app. XO Pro Services, my mama, my mama. My mom is 82. My dad died at 72. Parents were married. So that's going to be slightly different. If your parents were married and you move mom and pops into your place and you gave them the in-laws quarters you know, or you live in an agricultural area and you have generations of people that can push off. Because what's going to happen is if you have generations of people, um, they can help you with the process of transitioning your elder parents to the, to support them because they're going to need the support that's quite different from the son husband all right but there are could be son husbands in a married couple just so you know you're not exempt from being a son husband because your family was married immediate family but with that being said that's a different idea so people are like what you're not going to support your elder parents that's different we're talking about the strong and independent culture we're talking about people that still are doing well. They can still date. They could have still married within the last 15 or 20 years. Oh, man. And, and what we're experiencing now were the women who called in on Kevin Samuel's show. They're going to be the future moms to son husbands because they ain't getting married, bro. Let's just call it what it is. Those women are not getting married. I mean, especially Kevin's gone. He was supposed to be the one to marry him up. Well, that ain't going to work. That he ain't he ain't here no more. So there goes that hope strategy. Remember, everybody was like, Kevin supports marriage. Well, that's dead. Well, literally and and physically, literally and metaphorically, is dead. So that game is over. He was the one gonna marry up the whole damn black community. Well, that ain't that's that's gone. So with that being said, with that being said, and rest in peace, Kevin. I wasn't disrespecting, but. It's dead. Um, with that being said, these people aren't getting married, but they already have children. So these young boys in the next 20, 25 years of these women that are now 40, 45, 50, once these women have become 70, 60, and 50, they're going to be taking care of these women. And they're going to push it on them. 
Because if you don't do it, they're going to call you a deadbeat. Here you are going to be a deadbeat for not taking care of your mammy. What a sad scenario that we've put ourselves in. Who disagrees? Shout out to Eternal Hopes says, where can I buy merchandise like the free agent lifestyle? Oh, that reminds me. Um, I'm going to send a message out for everybody that ordered the hoodie. Obviously, the supply chain has been disrupted. So I'm going to have to send a message out to correct that. So all of you are getting copies of the original free agent lifestyle shirt. And you're also going to get an autographed copy of Devolution in the free agent lifestyle before you get your order. All right. So that's going to happen. Number one. Number two, this shirt is going to be available in the Etsy store for people who did not buy that merchandise. All right. So stay tuned for that. Let's check over on PayPal of what's going on. All right. Unfortunately, this is the first time I've worked with these merchants and um, it went left. However, you'll get hoodies in the middle of summer in Florida. Mm. Not what I intended. All right. We have um, we have four or five PayPal's Turnpike Tyrone says not only did they run daddy off, but they also ran over. They ran off all the son's potential mates which is a epidemic problem of the son husband. So the son husband, what, what um, Turnpike Tyrone's talking about is what, what, what many mothers did for better or for worse. They encouraged their sons not to settle down with the straggle daggles in their neighborhood, right? So if you look at certain communities, the single mother rate, the relationship rate, the divorce rates were extremely high. Some of these son husbands actually were not going to get a mate and then they, in turn, realized that the mother sabotaged all their potential relationships. Or mothers of daughters sabotaged potential relationships so that the son and husband would always be there to protect the mother. This happens. Have you ever, if for you guys that have had a, a mother near you when you were younger and she chased off all your peace leave? <laughs> Or potentially sabotage your marriage, sabotage any future relationships you had just by being around. This is a, a similar to what ex-wives do to their ex-husbands. This is similar to what women, female friends do to you with other women. Now, it could work out to your benefit. Sometimes she did save you and made you dodge bullets. But many times, in order to protect their future support system, they sabotage relationships. And you could have had a good mate. You could have had a good mate. And she ran that mate off. Only for you to end up being alone. And then, then you can take care of your single mother. Also what happens is. Also what happens is. If you are in a marriage now. And your strong and independent mother is going to be older. And she wants to move into your house. You can kiss your marriage goodbye. Your marriage is done. Because as soon as she enters that house, she's going to disrupt the entire flow. It's over. Your marriage is going to go kaput. All right. So uh, that, with that being said, these are things that you need to watch out for. Somebody says, my mom's wanted me to get all my girlfriends pregnant, which is still sabotage too. Got to watch out for sabotage, young men. Um, Mr. Garcia, Felix. What did you say, sir? He says, off topic, you mentioned that home ownership isn't necessarily a win, but if you want to get out of Communita or the Communidad of New York City and move to North or rent or buy, buy a co-op, condo, home, or rent. I'm 48, divorced on child support with ownership 
you can leave something behind to your kids. Uh, it's a hit or miss, guys. Uh, that conversation, we've had it before on the blue chip mindset. Um, it's not a 100% in the bank. It's kind of like getting a college degree will be the best thing for you. Well, shit, we figured that out. That was some, it was probably the worst thing for you. So people always put these certain things in. It's an absolute, this is a home run. Like, and I've, and I've showed you, always question it. Always look at your life. I can't tell you what you have to do for your life, but always look at everything. Everything they tell you is a home run. 15, 20 years later, they'll tell you, or you'll experience that it wasn't a home run. Many of these things put you into some sort of disadvantage, like slavery. You know what I mean? Like student loan debt, most of you guys with student loan debts, you are a modern-day debt slave. That's all you are. Do you have a Venmo? Yes, Greg-Adams-12. Greg um, most of you guys with student loan debt right now, all you are, are a debt, you're a debt slave. Like there's nothing you can do. You you can't, you're, you're boxed in, some of you guys for 20 years, 30 and 40 years. You ain't doing jack crap. You're not gonna start your own business. Most of you guys are putting off marriage and ha buying homes because of your student loan debt. Most of you guys are unable to buy uh, homes or qualify for loans because of your student loan debt. You can't bankrupt them. That's all you are as a slave. So think about this. When you were 18, they said, oh, the best. Your mama told you this, too. Your mama told you this. Why? Because that's what that's the lie she was fed. College, without a college degree, you can't make it. Now, listen, I have a master's degree. Yes, I'm your master, right? So I have a master's degree. Um, am I using it right now? Nope. Um, could I use it if I need to? Yeah. It cost me a lot of money. Did I make the money back by, with the use of the master's degree? No, not really. Nobody's ever asked to see the damn master's degree in years. Um, half of it I got paid for. Half of it I had to take student loans. Let me just tell you, the, the thing with this, the thing with this degree thing, many of you guys got a degree in something that you just picked out and then you got a job in something that you really saw as later on to be soul crushing and soul sucking only for you to have to keep that job because you have debt. Right? That's the only reason you're at that job right now because you have that student loan debt and you probably went and bought a house too, you dump. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you followed everything and guess what? You can't move an inch. You can't even breathe. Breathe again. You can't even breathe right now. You just, you wake up every, you, can, you can't even go to sleep. You can't even go to sleep. You, yeah, I can't sleep at night. I'll toss and turn. <laughs> Shit. Balls deep in debt. And guess what? You realize you're in debt servitude. So you went and got the wedding and you got divorced. You went and got the degree. And it don't mean right now, especially now. 2020 just canceled every degree. And um, especially a liberal arts degree. And you got a house. <laughs> Just, just put yourself in shackles and chains right now. You're in shackles and chains. All right, there ain't no, you can't even decide to do something on your own. Like, you couldn't even take a week off of work. 
without shuffling. Just think about this. And these are all the things that they said were home runs. Now, the new things that they say are home runs are what? This is where I get in trouble. <laughs> and a car payment. This is where I get in trouble because NPCs, you know, program people cannot take it. They can't take it that I'm right. So what were the new things that they say are slam dunk home runs? Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Just do it. Just do it. What are the two? I can name two right now. And, and I can't even name it. <laughs> well, there's three. I, I can't even name them. Number one. Number one. No, not a degree anymore. Number one. This is where I get in trouble. I'm just, just hold on to your hats. Mental health. Therapy. Don't question it. Just do it. No, just go and do it. No, 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 it's all good. Don't do it. Nope. Don't say nothing bad about it. It's a slam dunk. Do it. It's perfect. Do it. You'll be better. Do it. Now, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Let me, let me just, because this, you know, people can't handle this. And they later on, they're going to be... I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! What's number two? What's number two? Yeah, disclaimer. What's number two? I can't say it on YouTube. You guys can figure it out though. Number two, don't question it. Just do it. What you already know what number two is. It it it, it rhymes with sex. <laughs> it rhymes with saxine. Mm. That's the number two. Now that's the same. They always give you something else. You know what I mean? They move that good. They always give you something else. Just do it. It's gonna work out for the better. So let's take it back because I grew up at a time where they said the college degree. You'll be dumb if you don't get a bachelor's degree. Okay. Now, that was somewhere in probably 1989. I started high school. 1990, 91, 92, graduated 93. Man, you got to go to college. You got to get a degree. You'll be nothing without a degree. Okay, fast forward 20 years later. Everybody that came from that generation more than likely is in student loan debt. Everybody from that generation more than likely are in student loan debt. They, they're a debt servant. They can't move. They can't breathe. They can't think about their debt. They call in Dave Ramsey on the daily. <laughs> Dave, what do I do? I'm $250,000 in student loan debt, and I'm graduating from pharmacy school 20 years ago. See what I'm talking about. See, when there's absolutes, like when people make something in the absolute, you got to immediately say, hold the phone, hold up. And another absolute is, um, was, um, oh, home ownership. Oh, it's an absolute slam dunk. No, it's not. There are people get forward clothes on every day, <laughs> right? People, there are people that regret their home purchases every day. They, there's people who can't afford, they're in the debt of their eyeballs every day. There's people that think they made money on their home every day when they sold it and they broke even. All right. Or they lost money. 
even if they stayed into it for 10 years, they lost money, broke even. There's people stuck in their neighborhood. They can't move. It's being regentrified or gentrified right around their ass. All right. They're building new neighborhoods up into the hill and your house value is plummeting. All right. So there's no there's no absolute. They're house poor, can't even flex. They got no damn credit. They credit leveraged up to the hill and they're slaves. They So. What I'm saying is this, there's no absolutes. There's something that works for some people and some that doesn't work. But if you do, if you do things because people make it an absolute 20 years later, they'll be doing a documentary and they'll be saying, you know what? We thought this was the absolute, but guess what? Now it's too late. You're screwed. And that goes with the two things that I just mentioned just earlier as the absolutes of modern time. 20 years from now, you'll see people jacked up. Because they didn't when they got their head examined, opened up. They didn't when they took all these drugs. Oh, this will make you feel better. I mean, come on, man. It is what it is. I think a little bit freer. Although I did fall for student loan debt. All right. But uh, it is what it is. Did we get a Venmo? We did. Somebody says, um, <laughs> we're going to call you Dave H. He says, LOL, I'm struggle donating on Venmo. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, man. Oh, did you read the book? Read the book about the opioid crisis. And I think the book is called, oh, damn, I could never see it. Oh, man. Where's the book? It's about the opioid crisis. Read this book. Um, Shit, I can't remember. I can't, for some reason, I must have moved it or somebody must have borrowed it because every time I go and look for it, I can't see it. But um, it becomes very apparent that our new i'm gonna get in trouble talking about this but I, i'm very skeptical of taking stuff you know what i mean i'm I'm just not gonna do it i'm like nah man nah because later on there's always i'm watching jerry springer did you take this drug to make your liver feel better call this number you'll be liable to get a class action lawsuit no So, um, but our, but, but NPCs love that baby boomers love direction. Baby boomers love, somebody says it's organic. Baby boomers love to be told what to do. And they were the free birds, right? They were the, they were the people that said, we're going to go our own direction. We're going to be better than the the silent generation. We're going to be better than our mothers and fathers. Baby boomers right now, they do anything they're told. And they literally are moving in with their mothers and fathers and their mothers or fathers are 80 and 85 years old, ready to drop dead at the idea that some 59 and 70 year old baby boomer is going to move in with them. It's absolutely crazy. The amount of trouble the baby boomers have got themselves into. Ask a baby boomer about home ownership. Okay, you don't ask me, ask a baby boomer. And you know what they'll tell you? One or three things happen. Number one, they're stuck in their home. Number two, number two, they got foreclosed on. Number in a in a divorce, or they had to split up in a divorce. Number three, they're reverse mortgaging it. Mm. <laughs> All right. So if you want to know what home ownership looks like, look at baby boomers. All right, they didn't lost five and ten homes by this particular point. 
All right, so don't they fall for the old idea? Oh, you'll get a house, you'll live there for 30 years. Who's doing that? Like, who's doing who's doing that today? I mean, maybe if you live in Kansas City or Pittsburgh, maybe if you live in Tupelo, Mississippi, or Columbus, Ohio. But I live like this. I, I move like this. I'm like, all right, I'll make money over here. You know, I do it like I, I see a new corner. I see a new corner, and I'm like, I'm going to go sell on that corner this week. Okay, here come the cops. Let me just pack up my stuff. I'm going to go sell on that corner. I don't stick around. I don't stick in one place. Baby boomers do, and they thought they was going to stick somewhere, work at the plant for 40 years, retire, get their little gold watch, and their little uh, silver silver medallion, their little silver plaque, sit up there somewhere in Ruston, Louisiana, and chill. <laughs> That's what they thought that was going to happen. But the reality is, in the middle of their career pursuits, so I could focus on my career. In the middle of their career pursuits, what happened? The companies got rid of pensions. They got rid of the pensions. They were like, we ain't getting no damn. These people living at 70, 80 years old. We're going to go broke. Back in the day, people died at 60. So they were like, we'll give them a pension until they die. They retire at 55. They'll be dead by 60. Not anymore. These people living and holding on till 80. I'll keep holding on. They hold on and hold on. They out here running and jogging, eating kale, eating all these power pellets, staying alive. <laughs> right, they got rid of the pensions. They're like, we ain't paying these old ass people. Hell no. We're going to go broke. We ain't keeping these baby boomers alive for no working. So what? They ripped it and they gave you a 401k. Oh, we'll match all the money you put in. They knew days like these dumbasses ain't going to put no money in. You know what they going to do? They going to think they going to retire and open up that 401k. But they going to go broke right before they can open up that 401k. They going to wait until 67, 68, whatever the age is. They ain't going to make it that long. They're going to be broke by 60. So what they going to do? Open that 401k up, take heavy penalties, taxation to the government, 25% to the government, 10% to the company, and then they going to pull it out. <laughs> and then by the time they retire they retire retire and they too old to be a walmart greeter they gonna move in with their son this is happening in america i'm sorry man i'm sorry to tell you it's bleak i know i'm a little bit doom and gloom but this is what's happening and if you don't know that's happening because a lot of you guys aren't talking to your boomer parents Pull it out to cover their divorce costs. Yep. They spin up all their alimony. Dude, this is tragic what's happening here in our country. And don't say not all people are doing it. A lot of people are doing this. Your parents right now, they're, they're not telling you. They're, if, if your parents are together right now, they're not telling you. They're scared to death right now. They don't even know how they're going to make it. May, must I remind you, gas prices are going up like crazy. For someone on a fixed income or a retirement living that is death to them that's death i actually i was taking my son to school and it was an old man driving uh riding a bike and he 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 had like work clothes on and he was riding a bike it was an older bike with a basket in the front and the guy was old i say old but he was like 60s he was in the 60s so that was old to my son and he had a helmet on that was two sizes too small <laughs> so he was riding a bike, and he was kind of struggling to get across the street. And my son was like, he's too old to ride a bike. And I said, son, that's a man on a fixed income. 
that's probably up into debt up to his eyeballs and about to draw withdraw all his damn 401k and his social security. He about to leverage his social security right now. He was like, what? And I said, gas prices for a person like that who probably makes 2,500 bucks because he worked in an industry where the income didn't go. It's eating his ass alive. There's no way. There's no way that he can survive. He got to ride that bike. He got to ride that bike. So that's what's happening. And that's just the sad reality of it. All right. Damn, my ring camera's not working. Yeah, the doorbell. Somebody at the doorbell. That's the delivery system. So anyway, what's happening is you guys got to understand that that's happening to the older generation of people. And these people are going to be scared to death. So if you have parents that are this age, if you have parents and relatives that are this age, trust me, they don't know what to do. They're not going to, they're not going to, uh, he just loved the economy. They're not going to invest in crypto. They're not doubling down on their stocks. They're not investing in buying real estate property to get rental incomes. They're not waiting for the housing market to crash, to double down and buy properties. They're holding, they're holding on. And these are the people, if it doesn't work out or if this inflation goes crazy, we're at 8% inflation. They're going to do what? Granny fans, they're going to granny fans. They're going to be leaning on you. They're going to be moving in on you, sir. And they have their chance, right? They have their chance to make it. And it's going to be the baby, the story of the baby boomers will go down in history as um as a catastrophe. Overwhelmingly, it's a catastrophe. And this 19, I'm sorry, 2020 and on for the next four years is gonna break them. Right. But you're gonna have to be the ones to come up in 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 um. You're going to be the ones to come up and um, you got to save them. The ones that are close to you, you're going to have to save them. But it's going to be tragic. But they were predicted to be a tragedy to begin with. This is why they are called the baby boomers. There was a baby boom and they were the biggest population born after World War II. But they were always predicted to be a leech and a drain to the systems of Social Security and Medicare. A lot of them, the youngest baby boomers are around the age of 59, 58-ish. Yeah, am I right? And then the oldest boomers are around 70-something. In the next five to 10 years, these people will be 80 through 65. They're going to be draining the system because they're not putting much in right now. They're not working. They went skedaddled. They put their mask on. They went and took their poke and they're chill. Right. They're, they're chilling. They ain't doing no extra. Uh, if they got old money, they got old money and they let it ride. But if they're strong and independent, those are going to be the first catastrophes of the baby boom. They, they are. And you're going to have to pick up the tab. You're going to have to pick up the pieces. And many of them, you're going to find out. Sorry to be doom and gloom. You're going to find out. You're going to go to their house. You're going to go get their paperwork. They're going to be sitting in the corner in a dark room, scared to death. They're scared to come outside because they're going to get something in their throat. They're scared to do anything and function and re-put themselves into society, right? 
then they're going to be scared to death. You're going to get their paperwork. You're going to start fiddling through their paper. You're going to realize they fucked up. <laughs> You're going to realize they still got student loan debt. You don't look at them. You still got student loan debt? Right? That's what you're going to look at. And you're going to look at how much student loan debt they got. These are some of your strong and independent mothers. This is why they were all in 2020 acting like this. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? You're going to be like, let me see your 401k. Let me see your pension. Let me see your life insurance. Let me see your Medicare, your Medicaid. Let me see your benefits. Let me see your home. Let me see your equity in your property. They done refinanced it 28, 50, 11 times already. They got no equity. They could have paid the house off in cash 10, 15, 20 years ago, and they missed the window. They refinanced it to the hilt. They're going to have to reverse mortgage the mofo or just go ahead and get foreclosed on. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be your realization and it's going to be too late. And they're not going to have life insurance. It's too late. If they don't have life insurance, it's too late. You can, you're not getting life insurance at 60. No, no insurance company is going to do that. Okay. This is going to be reality for you. Lot. He says, he says, let them folks refinance and buy right now. And, and you son husbands are going to pick up the pieces. All right. Let me do a couple more here. Uh, cash apps. Thank you for the uh, support here. But I'm, I like to just remind you of what's happening. If you're an only child, if you're an only child, you're going to pick up all these pieces. Yeah, man. Dead Prayer says, oh, my mama, oh, my hood. <laughs> all right, shout out to you, man. He says, oh, my mama, oh, my hood in the building. Where we at? Uh, Anthony B says, my mom tried making me one, but coach opened my eyes. And again, it's not to be mad at your mom and negative or your dad or whoever these boomers are uh, still complaining about, you know, they didn't listen to too much Marvin Gaye. Uh, they didn't listen to too much. Uh, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Oh, they still think it's 1968. They still think, you know what I mean? Anytime an issue come up in the community, see, we've been going through this struggle for 40 years since 1968. I was marching. I went to the watch riots. I was front in line. They can't get over the fact that, you know, time done moved on. <laughs> time moved on, man. We ain't, It ain't 1968 no more. You know, Rosa Parks ain't coming around that corner. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yeah, they're going to be gray and old. And they got you still embracing the struggle. See, this is what we're talking about, man. I went out there, and I marched, and I was out there on the bridge in Selma. Man, 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 sit down. Don't you know I could be a millionaire, and I could start an OnlyFans with a damn camera and a microphone? Ain't nobody oppressed no more. Sit down, granny. Grandpa, they telling you old oppression stories. Man, I used to get on the bus. They made me go to the back. Then I walked up and tried to beat this white man up, and they had to bring Amalams. Man, don't you know I can be 19 and, and, and start up a YouTube channel and make dozens and dozens of dollars? What the hell are you talking about? I ain't no oppression. Sit down with your Apple hat. This ain't the damn Cosby kids. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, you can get two turntables and a mic and be like, I can grab a mic and be like, I'm gonna double the sub of the sub of the double the double the double the double the and be rich stacking cash. You talking about oppression. Bad bar, bad baby made $50 million last year and she's 19 years old. Come on, Granny, sit down. Anyway, <laughs> people hate me. I know you hate me when I'm talking about, but I'm not dying. Uh, shout out to Michael uh, Eternal Hoops or Tona Hope says, keep us updated on the merch. I'm dying for gear. Uh, sorry about that. Yes, indeed, man. You got no government name. He says, I'm 36, still home with my mama, still married. Advice. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, she's still married. So you're 36 at home with your mom. And it, it sounds like she's still married. You want advice on that. Uh, 36, I would have to know why you're 36, right? Um, and like why, why is it the situation why you're still home? Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe you didn't go to college. Like, I'm not, I, I crapped on degrees, but what I'm telling you is most people got useless-ass degrees. They went to college, and uh, they are getting paid a little better because they got a degree, but they don't have the right degree. They didn't apply themselves. You went there and did something easy, or you took a class or a course, a class, couple of classes that made you feel good. All right, they didn't really improve nothing. It didn't improve the quality of your job. Most people don't even use their degrees for jobs. So I don't I want to know why you're in that situation. That there's got to be a specific reason. And um, I mean, obviously, the the it's hard for people of your age group to live. I mean, millennials, man, it's hard for you guys. I mean, you didn't help the process, but it's hard because you guys politically, you goofballs, put yourself in this boat. So y'all gonna have to take some of this L. I'm not just gonna blame baby boomers. Y'all got to take some of this L because the way you guys were brought up was absolutely out of delusion. I mean, you did, they did you no favors. Uh, what they eventually did was they put you guys, they helicopter parented you and followed your ass around. They didn't let you fall and scrape your knee. Everything you did, oh my God, they applauded. They picked you up from school, dropped your ass off every damn day. Filled you up with high fructose corn syrup and ADHD medication. They wiped your rear end. They made sure you didn't slobber on yourself. They cleaned your nose. <laughs> they did everything for you. And then they scared you. Don't go outside. So they did you all wrong. And then y'all got out there thinking that y'all was heroes. We don't need another hero. And then everything you did, every time you cast a vote, you thought you were a hero. You put your little sticker on yourself. I voted. And you came up there. And then five years later, you got your clock clean based on how you voted. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> right? Huh? Wait a minute. What do you mean? What do you mean I got to pay more taxes? You voted for this ish. Wait a minute, what do you mean? Everything you're complaining about now is probably how you voted 12 years ago. Thank yourself. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. And the millennials are so arrogant. Y'all deserve everything y'all getting right now. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all so arrogant. Y'all the most arrogant of the generation, so. <laughs> 
You guys think y'all got, you think you are never wrong. You know why? Because the boomer parents that raised you, they told you were you were never wrong. So every time y'all open your mouth, you're never wrong. The, the millennials don't take no L's. They refuse to take an L. And they their life is a living L. Hold this L. <laughs> millennials, you'll be taking care of all the baby boomers. Have at it. Don't get me started on them. I tried to, I gave y'all a little bit of an out, but then I thought about it. I went in a little easy on y'all. They're never wrong. You know why? Because nobody never was wrong. You guys had no child left behind. Nobody had fear of failing. Uh, if you fail to teach your baby boomer or your Gen X parent went and yelled at the teacher and beat up the teacher. You were raised on Sesame Street uh, and then you they was never wrong and they was always promoting some agenda keeping your getting your eyes off the prize it's pathetic <laughs> he says was it the boomers coach uh millennials are a result of older generation x and young baby boomers old gen x and young baby boomers are a result of millennial products they were mostly baby boomers yep y'all didn't climb trees you didn't drink out the little the little green the little green little thing. Y'all didn't do the slip and slide because there was going to be a rock underneath. You didn't do a big wheel. Y'all did nothing. You just stayed there. Every time you wanted to play a sport, your parents ran to organize the league. Oh, don't play outside by yourself. It's too dangerous. We'll organize a league. Everything was always organized with y'all. Y'all never had one time to sit and think, hey, man, let's organize it ourselves and have a hierarchy outside. And if you're the nerd or the weakling, you get decked. Don't punch, don't bully. It's overprotecting you guys. You guys lived in a cage. Then they let y'all legalize marijuana and y'all smoking y'allself out. I mean, I can't get, I can't deal, man. They, and then you guys don't want to make a move. You all think you're going to be crypto millionaires, you damn millennials. I'm a crypto millionaire living with your mamas. <laughs> they took away PE, physical education. They took away arts from the millennials. Physical education from the millennials. They took away the music programs from the millennials. And they thought you guys would be academic superstars. While being drugged up. (laughs) Strung out on drugs. You know what I mean? Going there. What's wrong with this kid? Oh, he didn't take his ADHD medication. He's drooling on himself in the classroom. (laughs) Yeah, they buying up the dip living at the house. (laughs) <laughs> and all these, the, can we get to the millennial women? All of them. This is the millennial women. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. It's, it's, a, it's a disaster. Somebody said it sounds like more like Gen Z. Gen Z hasn't had time to show their... Gen Z hasn't had time. The oldest Gen Z is around 27, 28. So we don't even know. The youngest Gen Z still 14, 15, maybe 13. So they're still, we can't even tell what Gen Z is about to do. But uh, based on what they've done so far, they've been out here. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely on your husband? No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no, deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. 
gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your? Yeah, I think Gen Z, based on how they started off, they're in trouble. I mean, they're in trouble. They're the sugar babies out here. They the ones coming to my house, Gen Z. And sorry, you know who I feel bad for are the millennial sugar babies. I'll be like, oh, baby, sweetheart. They like 32, 34. I'm like, I mean, I could use you, but there are younger girls here. You know, <laughs> I'll be like, bless your heart. You got stuck doing this, didn't you? You're going to be doing this till you're 50. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, millennial sugar babies. Uh, but the uh, Gen, Gen Z behind y'all, they out here running circles around you. <laughs> All right. And then these people still think they're going to get married. Out here being a sugar. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to Mr. Howard is in the building. Shout out to you with the shout out hands up over there. Uh, Carlton says uh, a conspiracy Kobe was deleted over opioids. Um, that's a good, interesting conspiracy. I've never heard anyone tie that into it. Mr. Reyes says, my mommy said, hit the like button. Shout out to mommy. Shout out to the mamas listening to me. All right. I know I'm ruining your game right now. <laughs> All right. Brian, you says, shout out to us Gen Xers living the free agent lifestyle. Yes, indeed. And everybody knows I'm Gen X. Represent. All right, Gen X tends to be the most, um, we are the doom and gloom generation, just so you know. J Flo says, tough love is the best love. Coach gang, appreciate you. Mr. Johnson, shout out to you, says he doesn't have a personal account. All right, appreciate you. Uh, Gen, Gen X, all right, what's, do I need to go in on Gen X? I, do, I go in on the generations all the time. Uh, the problem with the Gen Xers are, especially the men, is that we were started off and nobody was even looking at us. You know what I mean? Nobody cared about us. We were the latchkey kids. We were the kids that came home from school because our mama uh, was working. So I could focus on my career. And uh, we were latchkey kids. We raised ourselves. We probably raised other people's kids. Yeah, we probably, uh, you know, played us some shoot em up gangster music or something like that. Gen X literally invented the drive-by shooting and soul crack. No, like any Gen Xer was the one Jay-Z Gen Xer in the projects wearing oversized football jerseys, Mitchell and Ness. Wearing cross-colored jeans, Drabo, Polo. We were the one invented consumerism. Gen X invented consumerism. We had to buy everything. If it, hey, guys, if it wasn't for Generation X, nobody would even be buying Jordan shoes. All right, but... We kept Jordan shoes alive and we wanted to buy, buy, buy. Gen X got to be the second most brokest generation out here. You ain't got nothing to y'all name. All right, Gen X. But we're the most logical of all of the generations. I mean, come on. We're the most logical, but we got divorced to kingdom come, right? But the, the here's the worst thing about Generation X. Here's the worst thing about Generation X. They still think they're young. Right? Gen X still thinks they're young. And here's a couple of reasons why. 
I know this wasn't a part of the stream. Gen X, because like we're in, we still think it's 1996. We still think it's 2001. We listen to SS double W to the VV. Lately, it seems to be some insecurities about the way I feel. We still dance like this, the way I hold on to you. Nobody can do the way I do. It's true. Ooh, 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 ooh. Gen X are still going to the club running pickup game. <laughs> oh, man. Gen X are still think they young and got it. Sit y'all asses down. Gen X, sit down. Sit down, old ass people. Sit down. But you know why? We trying to hold on to this thing. If it's not for us, if Gen X doesn't hold on to this, this thing plummets. This whole damn planet plummets to the ground. <laughs> they out here doing the truth. Talk about, man, back in the day, you just sound like old people wearing bell bottoms when we were kids. Man, sit down. Gen Xers still think they're pimps and max. Sit down. I'm going to need y'all to sit down. <laughs> Gen X are... <laughs> Gen X... Gen X running seeking arrangements right now. If if it wasn't for Gen X, there would be no seeking arrangements. We the ones holding it up. Gen X is holding this whole damn thing up. Everything, everything you see, we're holding up Jordans. We're buying Jordan collections like crazy. Every time I look up at Gen X, they got dozens and dozens of Jordans. They got 50, 100, 50, 11 pairs of Jordans. You Gen X, homie, chill. You ain't young no more. They running out here. These young boys wearing shorts, nut huggers. Y'all running out here with baggy shorts looking like the 1996 draft class. You think Steve Nash is still in the league and he's still the MVP. You think Kobe's still in the league with Tracy McGrady and Kevin Garnett. They all retired. That should give you an indication, Gen X, you're old. Mm. <laughs> all right. Kevin Garnett, retired. Kobe, retired. Steve Nash, retired. These were the young guys when Gen X came up. So put your wave cap down. Get your ass a damn uh, fedora already. Talk about back in the day, man. Rap. There was no rap. Whack rap music. Y'all, Gen X always want to diss the current rap music. Like, we didn't have no whack music back in the day. We had whack rappers back in the day. That had no business rapping. So Gen X, put it down, man. Y'all always trying to diss the young people. Y'all always trying to diss, man, what all this fentanyl rap? What's all of this, all of this mumble rap? We had goofy-ass rappers, too. We had the Afros. We had all of these people. Stop. I'm tired of Gen X ruining the young people's fun, especially the young ladies. By the way, Gen X women, it's a rap. Just... <laughs> this is a fun stream. It's an evening stream. Rap now is horrible, but we had some goofy-ass rappers, too. Come on, man. We had some goofy-ass rappers. Do not get me to start talking about goofy-ass rap from the 90s and the 2000s. We had some horrible rap acts that y'all forget. And all of the music back in the day. You look back at anything Generation X, it looks goofy. You know, I know. Y'all want to look back at all the, you know, depressing-ass alternative music 
most of these people aren't even alive, unfortunately. All of the alternative band members, damn near dead. They didn't even make it to 2020. Do not get me to list all of them. Nirvana, Pearl Jam. Come on, man. They didn't even make it. They didn't even make it to 2010. So, Gen X, let's put things in perspective. Let's just hold on. I'll keep holding on. We can hold on. We can hold on. We can make it. <laughs> Somebody said this only. Dudes, hey, Gen X was running around here looking like Hulk Hogan. They they bald on the top, and they got long hair on the back with a damn clip-on hair, and they got hats on covering their bald spot. <laughs> Trying to act like they still cool, you know what I mean? I'm back in the hair band. Take that hat off. Take that hat off. I challenge you. Take that hat off. <laughs> Take that hat off and let me see what's on the top of that head. I bet you ain't nothing on the top. You got it all in the back. Stop. <laughs> all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Hey, man, we're having fun. We're having fun. <laughs> hey, you know what? Shout out to all the generations, man. Everybody got a little bit of heat, so... Everybody got a little bit of heat. I even talked about Gen X. <laughs> all right, so let me get all this in here. Um, Shout out to the son husbands and the tough love out here. And shout out to the boomers that y'all going to be. We're going to get, oh, you know what? We do have, we do have a hit it or quit it sponsored by KT King. I know I have a couple people that want to sponsor it, so I'm going to have to get to those brothers too. All right, so uh, apologies here. Let's get a couple more PayPal's and then we'll do a hit it and quit it. Uh, somebody says, where can I buy merch? Uh, you can go down to the description box. There's an Etsy store. That's where the merch is. All of the other sweat outfits, that's the false. I mean, that is the um, the spring stuff. That's all coming down. So don't order any of that. Um, Harold L. says, uh, get the jammy ready. For the divine feminine ninjas. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, dude, y'all got you, you better put a plan. The point of the show for you, son husbands, you better put a plan together for your relatives. If you have aunts that are baby boomers, uncles that are baby boomers, especially aunts, grannies, or mothers, you better have a plan in place to turn their ass down when they come looking for a place to lay their head, lay your head on my pillow and just relax. That's you. Cause they gonna want a place to crash. <laughs> they gonna be like, Hey man, you money has been used as the, the measure. Hell? Many times if a man does not have money to what give us, we won't on? even let him see his children. We won't let him spend any time with it because he does not give us whatever the child is support the is. And I'm not saying that we don't need money to raise a child, but I tried to explain to women that, Raising a child what? consists of much more than feeding, clothing, and sheltering it. That's maintaining one. To raise one, you need a return of the parental coalition of the father and the mother to put the proper values into the child. Uh, many of our boys, when we raise them alone, uh, they grow up with the female emotional mechanism. Uh, 
they are suspicious, they are doubtful, they're disrespectful of womanhood, they're bitchy, they can't make a decision. And many of our girls who grew up in a home where there's no man present, they go out into the world and try to meet. They don't have any idea how to live with a man day to day, how to prepare a proper meal, how to be a mother, how to just be in love in the home. Uh, most of what our people and our children especially have learned about how you have a relationship, they learned off of television. And television doesn't represent our needs. And so a lot of the confusion has come you know, from outside agencies that we have not recognized how detrimental it has been to us as a people. Uh, the ghost of Shahrazad Ali has hacked my stream. <laughs> Dr. Sh wait. Dr. Shahrazad Ali has hacked my stream. Holy moly. Shout out to the sister. Hey, she came in and spoke facts. I got to play it again. What did you? Wow. Money has been used as the measure. Many times if a man does not have money to give us, we won't even let him see his children. We won't let him spend any time with it because he does not give us whatever the child support is. And I'm not saying that we don't need money to raise a child, but I tried to explain to women that raising a child consists of much more than feeding, clothing, and sheltering it. That's maintaining one. To raise one, you need a return of the parental coalition of I love that. She said that's maintaining a family. That's not raising a family. Having just paying the money is not raising a family. Just supporting them is not raising a family. It's maintaining them. Wow. Uh, the sisters ain't ready for this. The or the community. Father and the mother to put the proper values into the child. Uh, many of our boys, when we raise them alone, uh, they grow up with the female emotional mechanism. Uh, they are suspicious. They, they grow up the female emotional mechanism. She's talking about Gen Z. That's Gen Z. Um, they grow up suspicious. That's Gen Z. Gen Z is very much suspicious. And uh, we're what th there's a word for it. But uh, Gen Z is the most skeptical. Uh, this is why they had the skeptical culture, the skeptics. We're skeptical because we never can trust our parents. We couldn't trust anyone. We couldn't trust the teachers, our parents, everybody less of alone. And we have the female emotional mechanism because a lot of Gen Z, I'm sorry, Gen X, I meant Gen X, Gen X, a lot of Gen Xers are that skeptical emotional so forth and so on paranoid cynical cynical is the other word that's gen x that's gen x and most of us were raised either by ourselves or by single parents with the female emotional mechanism, uh, they are suspicious, they are doubtful, they are disrespectful of womanhood, they are bitchy, they can't make a decision. And many of our girls who grew up in a home where there's no man present, they go out into the world and try to meet. They don't have any idea how to live with a man day to day, how to prepare a proper meal, how to be a mother, how to just be in love and home. Uh, most of what our people and our children especially have learned about how you have a relationship, they learned off of television. And television doesn't represent our needs. And so a lot of the confusion has come you know, from outside agencies that we have not recognized how detrimental it has been to us as a people. Shout out to uh, Dr. Shahrazad Ali, who hacked my stream. Appreciate her for hacking. Um, I didn't mean that. I was doing super chats. I was going to get to that later. Um, who is this? I think this is Rockaway Bob. Rockaway Rob, shout out to the coach gang from New York City. Thanks for the laugh this evening. Appreciate you, man. Did I get the millennials? I did get on the millennial side a bit. Street side online says what I've seen people do. Wait, what I've seen people do family structure over the last two decades should have everyone embarrassed of their free will. Too much to type, but I know you get it, especially in hindsight. Yeah, our family structure is disastrous. I mean, there's nothing that we can look back and say we've had anything now. There has been exceptions to the rule, exceptions to the rule. But overwhelmingly, this idea of 
people can do it themselves and raise their kids by themselves. It's been disastrous. It's been over. It has not worked. Right. And uh, there's plenty of evidence. I don't have a boyfriend. I got plenty of things trying to hack my stream, <laughs> hack my stream. It's been disastrous, but we literally think that this is working. It's not. And if you would like to be married to your baby's father, one. <laughs> the rest of you who don't plan to get married, why don't you plan to get married? I'd like to know that. You you already have your child to think about, and then a, a whole family to care to care for. You know, it's it's. A lot of responsibility. And then you don't want the commitments. I wouldn't want no man holding me down because I, I think I can make it as a single parent. I, I think I can make it as a single parent. But don't you think you might need help in raising that baby from a man? Not really. I didn't have a father. My father wasn't in the home. So, you know, it, it really, male figures are not substantially important in the family. So that's all of your generation X, older generation X, people in their 50s and all the baby boomers right there. All the people that are going to need your help. All right. Your family members, your aunts, your cousins, all of these people by the time in the next five, 10 years, these are the people that are going to be crawling to you, especially if you did good for yourself and you dodged all um, you dodged all the marriages. You got divorced and financially recovered. They're going to be crawling out of the sewer like the thriller video. Coming down. Hey, you doing good? You got an extra spare bedroom? Man, if you don't get your ass out of here. <laughs> Who is this? Shout out to uh Mr. Brooks. In Brooks, I need recommendations for a good life vest coach. I'm definitely about to abandon ship. Did you see Biden offering the community nothing? In Buffalo the other day, buzzer and the shuffling sound, please. Man, what about the people in Milwaukee that got shot up? I mean, dude, this, I don't even know what to tell you, man. I mean, some of this stuff is goofy. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Deadly Edley, love your mom, but send her to the shadow realm, a.k.a. the nursing home. Hashtag fresh and fit. Shout out to you, Deadly Edley. Um, nursing home it is. And they have a lot of places that now they can de-escalate. They can actually um, downsize from their homes or their townhomes or their apartments. So they can go into a, a form of um, um, older people community living. All right. It's, kind, it's not a nursing home, but it's kind of a transitionary point. He says, pro tip. Take the Charm Chemical R1 uh, to turn off balding. No side effects. You're welcome. SAR, Charm Chem Chemical. Not sure about that. I like my balding head. I just cut all my hair off. A couple more. Lee OK says, um, good evening, coach. Just waiting until hyperinflation kicks in. Price of gas and food will skyrocket. Buckle up, gents. That's, what, that's what's going to put the boomers over the edge. The hyperinflation, if there's, you know, if there's either a food shortage or increase in food. Guys, you guys got to know, man, um, there is, um, there is, I don't know if you guys know. I mean, depending on what financial situation you're in, some of you guys could be okay. Um, but if you have kids or you're, you're having, if you're on a fixed income and the way these gas prices are going up, it's got to be putting people in 
in harm's way. There's going to be people probably struggling hard going on in the summer pause. And many of them are going to be the baby boomers. That's who's going to get it first. All right. Gen X is probably going to get it because they're probably still trying to have kids and, and families and young families. Uh, the millennials are going to get it. Gen Z, not so much. You'll just get the young girls selling peace league. That's all that's. I happen. looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yeah, it's going to be, it, it's going to be, I don't know, man. People don't realize how tough this is going to be for people. Uh, you're going to have to really hustle in these next couple of years. And it's going to be, I don't know, man. I know people think, oh, no, everything's going to be okay. I, I've said it's going to be bad for a long time, and it's getting there. And I don't even think it's going to be done. Oh, one more thing. Somebody says, oh, I booked a session call for tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's a little early because I'll still be on the morning show, so I'll, I'll have to schedule that. Maybe it's 10 a.m. your time, but it might be during my show in the morning. KT King, Social Security in America will run out by 2035 due to Title 4D child support draining it. Look into Social Security Section 458 for the money incentive breakdown. All right. So Title 4D child support. You guys don't know that comes out of Social Security Administration. Um, people don't know that. They're not aware of that. And so people have misused the child support resource. The government's not going to say anything because, in a sense, welfare is, is needed because so many people are dependent on the government. So they don't want you to panic. They don't want you to feel like you're out. They don't want to put you out on the street. They can't have women and children out on the street. Uh, but they 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 tried to double taxation families, and it failed. This is an opinion now, but it's backed up by evidence. They tried to double taxation, meaning push you guys out there. They 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 said, forget taxing just the husband. We can tax the husband and the wife. This is the two-income trap uh, message that Elizabeth Warren wrote in her book when she was a conservative politician all right now she's a liberal politician and she's angry and mad all the time all right so when she was a conservative politician she wrote a book called the two income trap in which she identified how removing the parents the both parents from the house was a mistake and the children produced from them are not going to be productive she she basically wrote this down but this was an ability to tax both the husband and the wife as opposed to just one person and that turned out to be a disaster. Look, at, we're we're feeling the repercussions of this now. So if you're a person that says, well, women can work, go ahead. Look, go ahead. Look, I'm not stopping you. You don't have to stay home and be barefoot and pregnant and, and chained to your bed and wait for your husband to get home and fornicate with him. I, you don't have to do it. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you don't do it, you're going to be like these baby boomer parents in 40 years. I'm just letting you know it gets ugly out here or or. You better sell some. You better sell some OnlyFans subscriptions right now. If you're one of these women, I, but I gotta go out and work. You better sell OnlyFans right now. You better stack chips while you're in the, between the ages of 20 and 35, because after that, it's gonna dip. Your income's gonna dip. You can't depend on a stable economy anymore. All of you guys that said, remember my guys, I went hardcore on you guys when somebody said, I make three thousand dollars. A month and that's enough remember i was like remember i said that now your three thousand dollars is looking like twenty two hundred dollars right now that's what it looks like and give it another year it'll look like nineteen hundred 
that's what happens when you guys think, oh, everything will just keep running its course and it'll be fine. Well, then something like this happens. Oh, and let me just say this. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but we're on the horizon, just to Coach Adama's prediction here, and this isn't a far-fetched idea. We are on the horizon. Hold on. Of an all-out, full-scale, global war. Do not get comfortable. Any second now. I'm not. I just want you to be aware. I don't want you to be scared. The baby boomers are running right now. We are on the brink. At any point, stuff can start popping off. Now you're going who? I mean, name them. Name them. And I'm of the opinion. That stuff can start popping off at any point now. I mean, because you got over there what's happening over in Eastern Europe. That's just not even a third or a fourth of what's going to happen. Y'all don't know it, but I'm just saying, man, I'm I'm not confident that the leaders, are, because the economy is doing some funny things, right? So when that happens, people get uncomfortable. Uh, there's tensions. So people start igniting the tensions. People start you know, cornering the market and, and stealing money. People start becoming more, hey, it's about us. Let's protect ourselves. When that happens, and if that happens, you better hold on to your hat. I will be, <laughs> I will be reporting from the front lines. So be careful about what you think is comfortable. I think if you have hope, I think you're out of your mind. You should be in a situation where you're going, all right, how am I going to survive? What am I going to tuck away right now? If I make 3000 I need to get it up to, I need to double it. You can't be comfortable because inflation is just unreal. And then, um, you know, the way Biden's saying things, he's blaming everything on this war right now, right? So what if there's a bigger war, right? I, things are going to be worse off for us. He's going to be like, well, this is because of the bigger war. And just so you know, there's tensions right now. You don't know it because you all in your Instagram and your TikTok and you can't get your head out of your ass. The gold and silver is going down right now. Didn't gold go? Gold is going down. They're losing value right now. Gold price today. Gold is losing. Cryptocurrency is losing. Yep. Gold is down. Gold's back down to 1800. It was at 19. It was like two. It was uh, three, four months ago. It was like at 2000. Gold's dipping, the market's dipping. Where's my market alert? Market's dipping, cryptocurrency's dipping. There's not a lot of stable investments. Gold is at 1838. I see it at 18, 1839. Interests are rising. Food prices are up. Gas is going up. It's going to creep. Could be... um. Y'all better have some hope. Y'all better start thumping your Bible and saying your prayers. Y'all better start taking vitamins. Y'all better start say, taking your vitamins and saying your prayers. I don't know what you're doing. 401k, the market's, the market's like going nutso right now. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this before. So 
it's it's going to turn around. Not in the next two or three years, it's not. And and um, one more thing, and then we'll do the hit it or quit it. One more thing. What you're seeing now, it's going to take another three or four years for us to feel the full effects of what's going to what we are experiencing now, right? So if you lived in 2008 and you experienced the 2008 crash, Lehman Brothers going down, the housing market bubble bursting and collapsing, that was 2008. We didn't even start feeling good again until 2014. Like we didn't get good until 2014. Like then around 2014, we started to be like, ah, that's a good six years after. Because by 2012, people were still like, oh, shit, recovering from 08. It took a couple of years. So we just went down and shut down in 2020. It's only 2022. And we're just now feeling the effects. So we got at least another two or three years in my prediction, just based on my experience living through this. Now they talking about monkeypox. Yeah, we got another three or four years to really just feel the effects of just slowing down in 2020, flattening the curve and whatnot. Then the tensions, then the economy and all of that. We got another three or four years. That That's just my opinion of it just being like, whoa. And they printed the money, right? They printed the money out in 2021. Yeah, we got about three or four years of whoa. Um, and there's no telling what people are going to do. Because uh, people always think, man, they, they think, how do you know this stuff? Well, I'm a tyrant. <laughs> I practice being a tyrant. Like, you know what I mean? Like Dr. Evil. Let's do a hit it or quit it and lighten up the mood. They meet to an Elon Musk. Yeah, it's, you know, it's all predictable. It's all predictable. Everybody for themselves. All right, uh, <laughs> let's do it. It ain't turning around anytime soon. All right. And nobody's coming to save us. So we just going to have to ride this out together uh, for sure. I know people don't want to hear this message, man, but I'm trying to give you the message to prepare yourself. Hey, that's not the right one. Let's do it. Here it is. By the way, did you see the asteroid was coming to the America? I mean, to the United States. What's the asteroid coming to Earth a couple of years ago? Uh, let me pull it up on my Twitter. Sorry, man. This is going to be one of those streams. Yeah, they trying to get at me. Uh, let's see here. I think I put it. I was like, the asteroid I ordered is on its way. Remember, I kept saying, man, where's that? Where's the meteor? I kept saying that on my Instagram. Well, uh, let's take a look at Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, I was like, hey, they ordered my meteor finally. Here it is right here. The asteroid I ordered is on its way. Asteroid bigger than the Empire State Building headed towards Earth. This was a few. This was last week. I don't know if it bypassed us, but uh, I was like, uh, any chance you can go on and drop that on in? Where is that going to hit? <laughs> I don't know. Once it hits the atmosphere, it's going to burn down. So I'm just letting you know. I mean, did you guys study astronomy? Did you study it? Us anything science, it'll burn up by the time it gets here. It'll just be a pebble. That'll land somewhere in Malibu on the beach. Uh, let's get into this hit it or quit it. This is an interesting one by KT King. So do not blame me for these elections. 
I think this is it. Or this is my feed picture collection. See, it's not. What happened? All right, hold on. I got to pull it up. Okay, I got it up here. Here it is right here. Wow. All right, we got some fitness girls in here. We got some fit girls. Holy moly. All right, so this is KT Kings. He likes fit women. All right, uh, this person's name is Azaria Glam. Azaria Glam. She's very muscular. Um, As I know, I've worked in the fitness industry. I'm not very fond of this type of people. I think they look good in photos. But um, if you know anything about the fitness industry, these people are cuckoo. Shout out to the fitness industry. Um, These people are insecure. No, they tend to be skewed towards insecure. They still, uh, still, you cannot, if you're a normie, do not date a woman like this, right? Uh, Because they be eating like cutting and, you know, not cutting themselves, but they be cutting and really crazy on their diets. And that's all they can talk about. Uh, They be getting hair extension, their eyelash extension. They be fall, hair be falling out. Uh, (laughs) uh, But uh, they, they look very good. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, uh, all of that stuff. They have, uh, they have little man's complex. You know, because they'd be like five foot two. You know, they look big, but uh, when you see them, in, when they, when you see them in person, they really short. They're tiny. That's why they can pack on all that muscle. Then they be having breast implants, and they spend a lot of money at Whole Foods and with nutritionists. <laughs> I just like, yeah, they be wearing makeup in the gym. By the time they hit forty, it'd be a mess, man. But shout out to them. Shout, I don't, I don't have nothing negative to say about these people. I don't have nothing negative to say. She, she's a good-looking woman, but I'm going to go ahead and quit that. I'm quitting that. There ain't, I ain't doing it. I, I've dated women like this before, and I pass. I'm going to pass. It ain't all what it's cracked up to be. I'm going to let y'all know. But anyway, uh, next one is going to be uh, this woman right here. I believe this is Little Wayne's ex-fiance. Everybody remember when she, he, he got it? Wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. This is her. Yeah. So this is her when she was young and this is her now. She's a little bit plump. Uh, She would be. Can we describe them as plump or BBW? What do we describe them as? I don't want to offend. I don't mean to offend. She has a pretty face, but I know you can't say that either. That's that's offensive, too, you know, because they want more than a pretty face and all that. They want to be known like then when you compliment their body, then they don't like that. I don't I don't I don't know what quite to do. But there's Little Wayne, and that's her. Uh, she would be full-figured, I suppose. You could call her thick. That's what you would say here. This was her previously, and this is her now. What would y'all say? She has a pretty face. She has a pretty face. Huh? Y'all quitting on that? I know y'all going to hit that. I know y'all hitting that. By the way, as a guy that participated in the model mayhem era of our country, this would be between the years of 2004 and 2000 and before Instagram. Um, they depend heavily on touch touching up photos. All right, so the, what she looks like in a photo is not what she looks like in real life. So you better get used to that, bro. All right, uh, the model mayhem area era exposed Photoshop like crazy. And so you think Photoshop is used crazy now. Back in the day, this one used to be calling airbrush. <laughs> uh, let's see here. They they would hit this. I know y'all would hit this. She she ain't bad looking. Y'all hitting. All right. Uh, next girl is um 
the all-American bad girl. She got a tattoo on her leg. What's going on, man? I don't know. Are you are you trolling me with this list? Hold up. Oh, the British currency. Is this trolling? Um, <laughs> This photo looks pretty good here. But as you guys know, I described this earlier clothing and posing. I mean, I'm not fooled anymore. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not fooled by this trickery. All right, this is witchcraft. Look, 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 look. The leg pose, poking the booty out, slimming the waist. I mean, she ain't bad looking. She ain't just ain't. I mean, you know, she can come over. Come on over. Come. But I've stopped jocking women like this for a long time. This is like Coco, Ice T's girlfriend. Like, this is corny to me. You know, it's just. I don't know, man. I'm cynical. You know, I'm, I've gotten past this type of person. You know, but I know, man, maybe if you're young, you fall for anything. But again, I was in the model mayhem era, so I could see this. Now, look, this is an example. Like, she don't look like that. Oh, man. She's not a bad looking girl, but this is too much vanity for me. Too much vanity for me. She has pretty eyes. That's all I could say. Oh, she got to be a prawn star. She got to be a prawn star. This would be MILF category. I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to say no, unless she just wanted to just slide on through. That's all. Um, This woman is uh Samantha Skulkin. This is another fit model. KT, I, KT has a type. KT has a type of fitness girl. This is another fitness girl. Again, I've worked in gyms too long. I'll pass. I know these attitudes. I can't deal with it, man. Again, she's not a bad looking girl, but um, yeah, I'm a like, yeah, nah, I'm a pass. The fitness girls, yeah, no, 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 no. They gotta be on Instagram all day. No, I'll I'll pass. There's a lot of insecurity here. I wouldn't even order her up on seeking arrangements. <laughs> this is where I'm telling you, you guys gotta know, man. She's she's skewing older, she's holding on for dear life. She's booty popping and all. Eh, I'm going to pass. I'm going to just pass. Yeah, the narcissism. The the the, the Yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. Um, She's a redhead, though. I'm gonna, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. But that's about it. All right, so let's go to this woman. What in the world? Hold on. If this can't be. You got to be trolling me. Teresa Hurtado. KT, did you do me this? Wait, is it this one? Maybe it's this one, not this one. There's a difference. Maybe, I think it's this one. That one. Man... That's going to be a flat out. Nope. Either one of these. This list cannot be. I think you shuffling. This one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This next one better be good. This look, I'm losing viewers here. I'm losing viewers. Man, I could have gone on Tinder to find this. 
Hold on. You know what I could have done? I could have opened up my Tinder and I could have swiped. I could have started swiping like crazy. Hold on. Let me show you what would have happened. I could have been on Tinder to look at people like this. Somebody said, hold on. I've never thought I would run a full quit list out here. This got to be the biggest quit list I ever ran. All right. I got to hold on for a second. Let's do one more. This woman's name is Katie Forbes, and I think she's Ron Rob Van Dam's wife, wrestler. Rob Van Dam. This, this picture don't look halfway bad, but again, I'm not in the fitness models. I'm not in the Instagram models. I don't get sucked in by IG models, and these are like low. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm going to have to get drunk at least. Anybody else have a list? Anybody else got three people that at least I can wash my eyes out with Listerine? Anybody else? We're going to go ahead and give all the ladies on this list today a full out assault on quit. This list was sponsored by Pittsburgh and San Antonio combined. Shout out to Pittsburgh and San Antonio. <laughs> Man, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That was rough. That might have been my roughest hit or quit list. Anybody else? Pittsburgh, San Antonio. Shout out to you guys tonight. You guys were fantastic. Now you guys do not have to go to Pittsburgh or San Antonio ever again. You've seen it. All right. You've seen all you need to see. All right. Let's do the cash apps and then get on out of here and the PayPals. We appreciate you for sticking around. Uh, who else in here? Uh, Mario L. I always mess up, man. Sorry, guys. Sorry about the government name thing. Sorry. I, I appreciate you. Don't stop supporting because I'm ratting you out. Nobody knows where Mario is. He's in San Antonio, maybe. Invest in commodities. Gold will come back. So there are dips. These are discounts. If you are looking to invest, this is a great time to invest as long as you don't need the money in the next two to four years. <laughs> All right. Invest because these prices that you're seeing in the market, and this is this is not financial advice. The prices you're seeing in the markets, you'll never see these again for a long time. This is the biggest wealth transfer going on in America. You you better bet you you better bet your bottom dollar that your top um the top people who have money they're putting money into this market. All right, they're investing in. They are buying the dip. But if you got five dollars, you're gonna lose your ass. Then you're gonna lose it on the dip. So if you do have enough money, some of the biggest blue chip stocks are on sale right now. 
they're on sale. They're, th these prices probably not going to be around for that long. Apple's at 137. Amazon's at 2100 bucks. Um, Google's down to tw um, 2200. I mean, at one point, if I'm not mistaken, these numbers, Amazon was at 4,000. Hold on for a second. How, how far was Amazon up? They were approaching 4,000. They were encroaching on 4,000 at one particular point. Um, but they split their stock, if I'm not mistaken. No? They're down to 2,100 and, and declining. They're, they're plummeting right now. Yeah, they were up three months ago at 3,700. If I'm not mistaken, did they split? Do not buy Netflix. <laughs> Do not buy Netflix. So if you're an investor, if you're very invested minded and yeah, you can, oh, Tesla split, somebody split, but, um, yo, these are times right now. Be careful. I'm not giving you financial advice though. They did not split. So they were at four, they were at 3,800 three months ago, Amazon, they were at 34, they were at 3,400. They closed today at 21. 46 sheesh man man you be, this is this is the time investors uh you're gonna make yourself in 10 to 15 years this i think this is the biggest discounts you're gonna see in, in my in my opinion these are the big, biggest discounts you're gonna see right now the problem is people don't have money people don't have money in invest There was a point where you could probably never even think about buying no Amazon stock. <laughs> like, hell no. It was going to, I thought it was going to get to 4,000. It's now sitting at 2,100. Unbelievable. So um, be careful in your investment. June 6, Amazon split. So they're going to split. Oh, man. So I, that's what I thought. There was a rumor that they're going to split. So if you have money. I got money. Buy a little bit of peace leave and no, I'm just playing. Get yourself invested now because everything's low, but don't think you're going to turn it over now in like a year or two. This is a long-term hold strategy, in my opinion, but I don't do any hardcore telling you what to do, okay? These discounts will not be seen for a long time. So shout out to... Cheap drum hack says invest in commodities. Golds will come. Gold will come back. Uh, Relevant says name a video of BW's choosing single motherhood. Oh, I don't know, man. It's just a clip that I got off of an Instagram video. So I don't know what documentary it is. It sounds like it could be. Um, sound like it could be. Um, what's the guy's name? I can't remember his name. Interviewing. Somebody says I lost sixty percent of my savings last year. Yep. Yep. So you, if you were investment, you lost some, you lost ass for real. And that's just a part of the game, but to invest now, I think in the future, but you might want to just wait. I don't know. You might want to wait it out. You can't time the market though. As they say, as Warren Buffett says, you cannot time the market. Trying to time the market is not going to work. So you got to be in, not even all in, just get in, start, you know, you're going to go backwards a little bit. It's a hardcore game. But I will tell you, your baby boomer parents, they don't have nothing invested. Most of them don't. Who is in here? M Mark S. 
says, keep saying what you need to wait, keep saying what needs to be said. Life is a menu. Dad left for SIGs. Don't out my government name. <laughs> you should have said that up front. I didn't say your whole name, though. God dang. This is the whole problem with this PayPal or whatnot. Um, but by the way, I need this. I have to say what I'm saying, man. It's uncomfortable. The first of the racial draft, the Cesar community, uh, the Comunidad, the Cesar Chavez Comunidad picks Coach Greg Adams. Thank you, man. I'm I'm good to build, come back to the Comunidad because y'all got them dark curly hair Latina chicks that I wanna. I'll stay in the Comunidad. I don't mind. I just got to get them when they're young because <laughs> you know I don't need to say it. Shout out to them. I have this cool uh, chick from the Comunidad. She's a cool girl, man. I mean. I just can't be seen with her out. She's cool, you know? She cool. Like, she come over, she be making me tacos, street tacos, too. She be chopping it up. And she want to be, you know what I mean? Like, she trying to break out of her strong and independent mindset. You know, she ain't really out. She listens to me, too. She'll text me after she hears this because she still listens to me. Like, but, you know, she just waited too long. See, feminism, you can't, you can't apply it to everybody like you can't be like wait till 32 well in the cesar chavez community you can't wait till 32 ladies <laughs> like some of y'all can't wait to, you need to cash in at 22 cash in like lock down like be one of those latina chicks So I says to my, <laughs> y'all can't wait till you 32, like you 5'2 already. If you wait too long, you're going to be leveraging nothing. Y'all can't be doing that. Now, sisters could do it because sometimes they could, you know, black don't crack. But they the only ones that could try to come out here and wait till 38. You know what I mean? Because sometimes all you see is the face. They'd be like, oh, she's still good looking. But some of y'all need to cash in 22, 23 tops because it'd be going downhill. And I'm like, it, there's nothing y'all can, it ain't nothing, you know, sometimes it's culture, sometimes it's lifestyle, sometimes it's nutrition. Y'all need to chill on that. Everybody can wait and get their career in order and pay off their student loan uh, debt and buy their townhouse, one bedroom, three bathroom, and then go find a man. Nah. Nah. Y'all got to push it, push the chips in 22. And I know this flies against the, the, or the, the agenda, but for real, man, y'all need to literally be like, tell them people, man, push their chips in. Cause y'all be looking like, man, 32, 35, like train wreck. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? And then I look at a picture and I look at you when you was 22 and I'm like, <laughs> where's she at? Like, where's she at? Can I have her? Or I go to your family. I go to your family function. And then all the little senioritas start coming in. I'd be like, hey, 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 hey. Is that your cousin? <laughs> What's your cousin doing? <laughs> like, come on, man. Tell her to come over here and talk to me. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. Can I talk to you? I'd be like, your cousin can get it. 
They'd be like, she just graduated from high school. Okay. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'd be like, I know she needs some money. You need some money? I got money. They'd be like, nah, she going to Santa Ana Community College. You can't talk to her. Yes, I can. I know you need some books. <laughs> he says, Ole te prima. Ole te prima. Oh, my God, baby. you at, What year are you in junior college? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> All right, man. People going to be mad at me. They be like, see you out here. See, them young girls don't want you. Let me show you a picture. Y'all don't know, man. See, y'all baby boomers and you Gen Xers, y'all don't know what's going on out here. It's an all-out crazy fest. Look at that picture right there. See that? This woman right here. She says, my much older man isn't a sugar daddy. He gives me, he gives my life stability and security. See that? I know people be like, them young girls don't want, man, do you realize what's happening out here? I, married men. I know... You, Older married men, come in here. We got a couple more minutes. Older married men, y'all don't have the idea what y'all missing. See, when y'all got married in 2001 and in 2006, it wasn't like what's going on right now. Right now, it's a fest. Right now, this is the stuff that you used to look at. Remember when you were growing up before you got married and the girls used to wear the low-rise jeans, and they had their thong showing. The thong, the thong, thong, thong. Remember that? And they had the little whale tail in the back, and they had the little two dimples in the back, right back there where they was going to put their tramp stamp. And they wore their... Remember those days? You can get those girls now. <laughs> you can get them. Back in the day, you couldn't even look at them. You was like, oh, this is just... You can get them now. All for a low, low price. <laughs> yeah, remember apple bottom jeans and the girls used to walk by and used to say in 2006 because you were too scared to talk to women. Damn, I'll never get a woman like that. You can get them now. Like. <laughs> I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is. Put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom money just comes right out you get for a low low price a fistful of 20s they could be had the girls you could never get you don't have to spend no game you don't have to go to the bar remember but back in our day you used to have to go to the bar I get so excited. I just can't hide it. Ooh, how I like it. I can't wait to find it. Oh, you dancing real close. Dancing real slow. You're making it hard for me. Hey, baby, what's your name, girl? Yeah, man. Hey, my name is CGA. What's going on, girl? What's your name? Hey, Tamika, nice to meet you, girl. Oh, wait. Oh, you walking away now? Oh, baby, I thought you wanted to dance with me. You don't want to dance with me? Okay. Oh, I got I got to buy all your girls a drink? Oh, Lord, I can't afford all that. I'm a broke ninja. Oh, baby, okay, I'll talk to you outside. I'm going to be parking lot pimping outside on you after this. I'm going to run game on you. I get so excited. Remember the girls on Girl Gone Wild? You can get them now, but not there are 40 now. Not them. You can get their daughters. 
<laughs> um, anyway, what a world we live in. I didn't make, by the way, I don't blame me for this world. I'm just taking advantage. I'm just having fun. Let me let a man have fun. Maryland guy says messed up thing is uh, when they printed all those STEMI checks, corporations and special interest groups got most of the money. We got peanuts. We're paying the, those checks back tenfold. I don't know if you guys remember that. Maryland guy's touching on that. I don't know if you remember back when we had the savings and loans, the bank where we bailed out the banks. Well, we're feeling that now. Generation Z will feel that when they're adults. Now, Generation Z's kids will feel what happened here when Generation Z is our adults. It's all, look, we got peanuts. Based on what they gave everybody else, we got very little of that. But, you know, you're NPCs, and they told y'all not to work, and you did it. I don't know. I don't know what y'all were doing out here. All right. <laughs> I don't know what y'all were doing. I was, remember the whole time during the time? I was like, no, nah, don't stop working. Go back to work. Remember, I, I stopped working for a day and a half, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> it was like, not me. I went that I was working great, like crazy. And it was like, man, no, just stop. Just don't. I was like, not I. And everybody was like, come on, man, you going? I was like, nope. Aren't you scared? I was like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, if I'm going out, I'm going out. But even then, I said, I'm not dying over this. I don't know how I'm going to go out, but I like to predict how I will. But I wasn't going out over no cough. That 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 was not going to happen. Remember, there was people praying and praying on my downfall. It was like, man, you're going to die. You're going to go. I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, no, I'm not. Not I'm not going out like this. <laughs> I knew for a fact I wasn't going out like that. I know how I want to go out, but I wasn't going out like that. There wasn't going to be no story. <laughs> there wasn't going to be no story. I'm all laid out because I. There's going to be something else. I know who it is, too. It's going to be somebody when I'm 86 feeding me applesauce. <laughs> but people, I if you're new following me, I was telling y'all this right at the beginning. That's why they kept Instagram deleting my page. They was like, this dude going crazy. I was like, man, please. With this stuff, man, I ain't stopping working. Remember, I kept telling y'all that if you follow me that long, I was telling you, I was like. <laughs> oh, man, that's why people hate me. Harold L says four dollars and ninety nine cents a gallon for regular in New York City. I just walked past the pumps and I see and I can see it. Um, I can see it in the people. I see them pumping seventeen dollars and below. But hey, they did buy them. What you gonna? How far you gonna get on seventeen dollars of gas? But the reality is, I told you guys yesterday, and you guys are ignoring this. People are living in their car right now. They're living in their car. There are people. There's you. You just don't see it because they're finding places to hide. But I see people with cars full of just junk or whatever they need to live. Remember, I had that gas station lady. This woman came up to me. She looked like she was in her late forties, early fifties. She had her work outfit on. Then she came up to me asking me for a couple of dollars. I was like, for what? Coffee? She was like, no, I got to put gas in my car. She was driving a Mercedes, but it was an old Mercedes. Like, it probably was a diesel. And then I looked over at her car full of stuff like she's living out of it. I was like, man, this was about six months ago. 
And I'm like, dude, you guys are ignoring it. People are losing right now. They're just not showing you. It's just, you just can't see it yet. But people are making hard decisions. They're going. Remember Kevin kept saying winter's coming. Oh, I thought all these women would be homeless. Dude, there, there are. There, you just don't see it. Not just women, men. You just don't see it. And you will see it and you'll turn your blinders off. You'll act like you won't see it because you want to live in this fantasy bubble that everything's okay. I'm like, man, it is, people are losing it. They're deciding right now, am I going to go to work or am I going to eat? And I said, the barbarian is at the gate. In California, I just filled up my car at damn near $6 a gallon. Six. It was at right at, I probably was right at six. It was definitely six. It's 569 in San Diego. It was definitely six. Man, please. California people out here fronting. They are struggling. There's no way, no freaking way that people are going to, if they, we can't put up with this for another year, cannot, but we'll have to. And so you guys better open your eyes and see people, your family right now, they're, they're, they're struggling, man. You know what I mean? They're probably thinking how they're going to make it. Everybody's thinking this. I don't care how much money you got. Michael Murray. Damn. Sorry. He says, appreciate your content. Keep speaking the truth out here. So as much as I try to warn you of these things, I try to try to have a little bit of a heart. Dr. Roberto is in the building. Hola from the Communidad. Shout out to my brothers in the Communidad and the Communidad. I love y'all too, everybody. But the Communidad be out here. Send them senioritas over here. We got a bench. I got the bench right here. I mess with the senoritas. All right, and then when I be in Santa Ana, they be watching me too. Them old, the old ranchero grandpa, papa, poppy. Poppy be watching me, man. You know, because poppy still work full time and he walk with a limp. He's still wearing cowboy boots and he got the little hat out here like they it's all folded up right here. And he got a ranchero belt buckle. And he be looking at me. He'd be like, do not be looking at my young senioritas. He does not want me around his daughters. But I'd be like, man, I'll take care of them girls. He'd be like, how much you going to pay me? <laughs> I can pay Poppy off. I'd be like, Poppy, I'll put a new, I'll pay for a new motor in your truck. Poppy like, so how many you want? <laughs> Because Poppy came from a time where you could sell your daughters. <laughs> People are mad at me. People are losing. I'm, listen, let me, who, what, who messing with my camera? I'll be like, Poppy, you want a new motor in that truck? He driving a 1983 Chevrolet truck, work truck, and it's piled up with ladders. <laughs> Is piled up with ladders, hammers. He driving down the street, hammer swinging, Gatorade, uh, Gatorade water jug. Poppy, I'll I'll buy you a whole new nineteen eighty seven truck. <laughs> He'd be like, how many we, how many senioritas you want? I'll send them over. <laughs> I'll just be, people copy. 
Come on, man. Hey, lighten up, people over here. Lighten up. Y'all got to lighten up a little bit. I mean, I know I bring some heavy stuff, but lighten up. Just have a little bit of fun. Shout out to everybody in San Antonio. He got a whole fleet of 83 Chevy trucks out there killing the game. He be sending them out. Hey, uh, y'all going to be working that neighborhood. Y'all going to be working that neighborhood. <laughs> uh, there you go, man. I will buy a dude a truck, though. I will buy a motor for their truck if the daughter fine enough. Hey, hey, you want to deal with the poppy? Hey, what you want to do? How much you want to part ways? Because <laughs> she's trying to make it in nursing or dental assisting. You know, she's just striking out. You know what I mean? I'm going to be different than my family. What was the movie? There's a movie out kind of like that. I'm going to be different from them. I'm not going to do what they did to come up. So she want to go to be a dental assistant. So I'm going to pull her right on up. Come on out here, Orange Coast Community College. She's like, I'm going to OCC. I'm going to Orange Coast Community College. I'm going to make it. Then I pull on up. <laughs> I'm just Come on, baby. Hey, man, don't y'all going to be mad at me. Don't be mad. Shout out to my homeboy, Jeremiah Franz. Still haven't figured out how to watch live on Locals. Am I still on live on Locals? Huh. Did I put it on Locals? I did. The members live stream, is that what you're talking about? I think it was. But if I'm in Southern California, so I have my pickings. You know what I mean? Like, if I wanted to do that, there's literally thousands, millions, millions to pick from in that same situation. Millions. Shout out to everybody. I thought I was done. He says, uh, will I get a confirmation since I booked a call slot? Yes, you're going to get a confirmation here tonight uh, for sure. Uh, who is this in here? Just seeing Eli Musk was me too And, man, at some point, they're going to me too me. So, I mean, <laughs> that's the way they get you is to me to you. So, it is what it is. Shout out to uh, Moose Hefner. I appreciate you. Um, that's how they get guys. I mean, they tried to get Kevin Samuels, me too, but Mother Nature and Father Time intervened. They were probably setting them up for one, in my opinion. It's just opinion. They're like, let's set his ass up. And he was like, nah, I ain't going out like that. Shout out to Jeremiah Franz. He says, higher interest rates, higher gas equals cheaper land prices. Is that what that happens there? Well, they're, they're mm, interesting. Rest in peace to Kevin. Free agent triple OG for the Jasmine Rice and Skewer Fund. That's how we do it around here. That Jasmine Rice and Skewer Fund. Guys, it's very simple today. Guys, I'm telling, hey, Mary, guys. I know you guys don't know because you go through your daily routine. When you go home, you repeat the same day. Hey, Mary, guys. Dude, for Jasmine Rice, Skewers, and a fistful of 20s, not even a lot. You, It goes a long way these days. It goes a long way, bro. Like, even for single moms, you can be cleaning up right now. Like, if you're 45 and you got a little bit of money. I got money. You could be literally cleaning house right now. <laughs> Jazz for a bowl of rice, a meal. It don't take much. It don't take much. 
and you could have all the peace, quiet, and all of that. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. Let's leave you out with here. I got to get on the road, uh, and we'll be back in the morning, hopefully. Shout out to you. Here comes the bank road. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What, to who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.